everybody. Welcome back to Dear Diary, Adulting Sucks with Molly and Rachel. Woo! One take. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as you guys are able to tell, maybe, um, we actually have a special guest with us today. Um, It is actually the most anticipated and talked about person on our podcast so far. I'm Um, literally so excited. Can you take a guess on who it might be? Um, No, but we have brought on our friend... Bailey! Hey, everybody! Yay! I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited to have you. God. Wow. The Bailey. The, the Bailey. Molly is obsessed with you. Keeps talking about you. I am. <laughs> yes, because on our one of our old podcasts, we, uh, you, say, you said that you were coming, and I was like, oh yeah, you're bringing Bailey. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, no, Bailey is a good time. We love Bailey, so thank you for coming on our podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah. so excited. I love you both, too. Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah. Okay, well, so I guess let's just go into our normal spiel of, Molly, how's your day going? Um, It's going good. Um, I was supposed to be with you guys in person yep. this mm-hmm. time, but of course we had to get snow and rain and ice. Um, mm-hmm. so I am not there and it's okay. Cause I'll be there in a few weeks Yep. for Bailey's I'm... sister's birthday. Casey. Yeah. Party time. We Woo. miss you though. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, that's why I was just like, I was like, Molly, stop being a pussy ass bitch and just come here because <laughs> where I am, it's sunny. It's like no snow on the ground. 40 degrees. 40 degrees. <laughs> it's going to be f- almost 50 today. So... It's Whatever. supposed it's to fine. be that here, too. So when I got up this morning, all the snow was already starting to melt. It's like... You're like... Mm-hmm. You're like... What is it? this Should place? I risk my life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be there today? No, it's fine. It's fine. Is it? It's not like we missed... No. no I know. Just I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, Bailey, how's your day going? My day is going great. Very excited. A little bit nervous, but that's totally fine. Me and Rachel went and got some Starbucks Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. this. So, sipping on that. She's got to smell my coffee breath, but that's okay. (laughs) Totally good. And then you're going to Hobby Lobby later, aren't you? I am. I started uh, sewing recently. That's my new... Um, planned hobby for yeah. 2023. Period. Very excited. So I'm going to try and sew some pants later today. Um, 50-50 oh, period. turn out. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally envy that because I'm just like not a handy person at like whatsoever. Like you would think I would be. I was just right. telling Bailey. I was mm-hmm. like, you think I would be a handy person. I'm not. Yeah. Like in the, I'm crafty. That's all I am. Crafty for sure. That's literally all I am. Like you, like you look at me and it's just like, hmm, she looks like a handy bitch. No can tell you that that I'm is not. not true you i've seen you fix a grill before Ooh. when did i fix a grill at alex's mom's house do you remember because you couldn't get the grill to work and then you're trying to grill chicken is a long time ago i have a weird memory um <laughs> that's pretty handy though oh yeah God. interesting i don't remember that i probably got frustrated and kicked it and then it turned on yeah <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> God, I know. And then today, for me, well, I just... I'm oh, so yeah, how was your day, film- Rach? We're filming in the morning, so um, I woke up at, like, 6.30, and then oh, God, I worked out in the basement, and then I showered, and then I was like, Bailey, let's 
get this ball rolling. And then I was actually end up being late, so then Bailey just picked me up for coffee. She's yeah, very once, unlike you. I know. Once in I know. my life, I was like, Rachel, I'll just pick you I up. I know. I was like, do you need me to get the <laughs> coffee beforehand? I was ready, and I'm not an early bird, so. I, know. I was, like, FaceTiming Molly earlier, too, while we, I was getting ready, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is totally not like me. Yeah. I feel like I'm just, like, so, like, I'm. I'm always orderly. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, she's like, I'm running late. And I was like, me? Rachel is running late? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> when she I, told me like, that, I was like, who are you? I know. I was like, I can't. I can't even look at myself in the mirror right now. <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. God. Okay, so we'll get right into our topic of, you know, what we're talking about today. Um, we are going to dive right into mental health. So I would just say that if... Mental health doesn't, um, I guess, intrigue you or you want to listen to it today, then that's fine. You guys can listen to the next one or our previous ones and catch up. Um, But yeah, we will be talking about mental health. So if there are certain things that you don't necessarily want to think about, then you're all good. We will catch you later. little trigger warning for anybody out there. We'll see you next week or the previous one if you haven't listened. I know. Come on now. Um, So yeah, I guess we'll maybe hop right into it and I mean if you guys are interested or feel comfortable to we can talk about how um because we all struggle all of us Bailey Mm -hmm. Molly and I um we struggle with mental health issues um and kind of have been on a long journey with mental health too so maybe we can just go around and talk about um maybe around what age what school year we kind of were when we kind of first started thinking Maybe this is, like, there's something off with me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey, do you want to start? Oh, yeah. on the spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, mental health is something I am a huge, like, advocate for. Mm-hmm. But for me, it definitely started young when I realized that, like you said, something was, like, just kind of off. Mm-hmm. So it was seventh and eighth grade, really, where... Um, the depression really hit. I was always a very anxious child, just kind of reserved too, I would mm. say. But eighth grade, start trigger warning right away. Yeah. Wow, jumping right into it, <laughs> is when I started self-harming. Mm. Um, so that was something that kind of really like just set off my childhood, I guess. Yeah. Um, definitely, I would say a lot of self-inflicted depression, I guess. Mm. Just thought very little of myself. Definitely struggled with a little bit of bullying and, like, self-image issues. That's also when I started kind of, like, binge eating as well. Mm. Um, So that also really, like, set the stone for how I thought about myself. So Yeah, yeah, just a lot of insecurities and stuff. So um, ever since then, it's been a journey. Things have, like, changed a lot. Like, I always talk about with my therapist. I've had many therapists in my life, but... Um, it almost feels like sometimes like the symptoms of my depression and anxiety were different, you know, Mm, like high school depression felt a lot different than college depression. And it was just very interesting how I've seen it change and the things that maybe I should have done in the past that Mm. like I didn't do. But, um, when it happens so young, you know, you kind of like really only thing you can do is reflect on it, you know? Right. So... Mm -hmm. That's kind of at least for me. Are you open to say what your diagnosis is? Oh, yes. So anxiety and depression, I did get diagnosed with that in seventh and eighth grade. That's when I started seeing a therapist. I did one one day 
of inpatient. Mm. Worst mm. day of my life. Wouldn't recommend <laughs> it. Almost, I would say that scared me straight into um, not self-harming anymore because I refused to go back to it. I'm trying to think of what the place is called now. That it doesn't okay. matter. No, it doesn't okay. matter. Yeah. So okay. anxiety and depression. And then later in my college years, I also thought I had a lot of symptoms for a bipolar disorder. So Ooh. I am on mood stabilizers now. Mm. Um, that's something that, you know, I'm seeing a psychiatrist. She's like, we can't really decide that mm-hmm. right now. Um, but that is something I always thought about. But yeah, so anxiety and depression is the big one. Big, big winner for me. Yeah. That's the ticket. <laughs> That's the yeah. ticket here. So. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, well yeah. not cool, but thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah. thank you um, for sharing. Molly? Um, so I... Oh, no, I'm starting to itch. I'm fine. <laughs> um... It's okay. <laughs> um, so mine actually started later in life. I didn't start feeling urges. So my... Um, Diagnosis is depression and anxiety as well, um, but I didn't start feeling those type of symptoms, like symptoms of depression or anxiety, I don't think, until I was in college, because I went to college a little later. I mean, I went to community college, so I stayed home, and then when I went to a college that was away from home, I like didn't know what to do, I didn't know many people, I just knew my roommates, so I used to like sleep a lot. And, um, then I saw a doctor and then they were like, well, maybe you just need to exercise. And I was like, do you know who you're talking to? Um, I they can't always do that. say that. Just exercise. Yeah. Like, bitch, like, that's like, like what? exactly the, the opposite that active. I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. How? Literally how? And then, um, when I was a senior in college, I, um, was in a difficult situation and I was in a um, bad situationship, and um, it made me want to actually start seeing somebody because I was sleeping more than I was before, and um, it made me, just that first phone call to the psychiatrist was just, like, so difficult. The first call to the psychiatrist is always the hardest, I think. It really took me a long time to get over that, like hump mm-hmm. um but after I did that it was awesome like I loved going to my psychiatrist I love seeing a therapist I had to stop after I graduated because then I had to find one um so um I just didn't find one so still looking but I also don't want to have to pay for it so because you know whatever um <laughs> so yeah that's that's me you know it's just ups and downs sometimes but mm-hmm. That's life. <laughs> yeah. How about um, you, Rachel? All right. Well, mm-hmm. this is the ticket. This is the... No, I'm kidding. No. I know. How much um, time do we have? I know. I know. I'm like, we'll be here all fucking day. No, I think that I... I can't... I don't remember, like, an exact pinpoint of when I started to struggle. I think I've, like, kind of... Just because of, like, the trauma of my childhood, I've kind of always had that feeling that, like, I've been always kind of off with myself, that I've been super emotional and I've been feeling things all at once or nothing at all um so I I can't exactly say exactly when I was feeling it um I know for sure through high school I know I felt a little bit in junior high and stuff like that but um yeah but anyways it took me a long time I have seen therapists on and off throughout my whole I want 
to say like high school career through college through now um just because I needed that extra guidance and stuff like that and like I'm just gonna say that it's fucking hard to find a right therapist for yourself because it's like absolutely a therapist is exactly like a relationship like you got to find somebody that like matches with your vibe that can bring you correct insight that you would like like and it's just all about vibing with your therapist so I think that's just very hard as well um but yeah so most recently in the past couple of years um I have gone through a couple like traumatic incidents um that have really stuck with me um so I've been just trying to like navigate on what to do next with my life so the diagnosis currently that I have is uh, I have severe anxiety, <laughs> I have uh, depression, and then I I I have PTSD with the uh, with like insomnia tendencies. So, um, and not to mention I have OCD tendencies as well as what we just oh uh, for sure that I got diagnosed with as well. But that's whatever. So just wait, uh, did you? Yeah, I have OCD tendencies, but it's you not did? like. Yeah, but it's not like. I, I feel like oh, like <laughs> the. I feel like with mental illness, with when you get diagnosed, it has such a stereotype of just like oh, somebody says you has OCD, that means like you automatically like have to like, you know, when you think about OCD, it's like having to do repetitive like touching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you think about it, for me, I, OCD tendencies is um, repetitive thinking. Okay. So I think about something until it like freaks me out or. Mm-hmm um makes me sick to my stomach or like just kind of makes me super emotional um I'd also like to point out that too that since we're all females um in struggling with mental health people already dub women as just emotional Mm. and overreacting and um it's hard for people to get to necessarily believe us so um that's why I think it's important to talk about mental health because you know, it's it's your own struggle. You're going through this, and it's not just because of our gender that we're acting a certain way. It's just me. You know, maybe open your fucking eyes, and maybe we're actually like struggling through something that you can't necessarily see. So I think it's very not that it's not hard for men because I think that men mental health doesn't get talked about a mm. lot. But just because oh, yeah. we're all females, we're gonna talk about <laughs> what it means to us. So <laughs> not that we're like super biased about it, but um, yeah, I think that like specifically with women, like. I was kind of talking about this with you earlier is that like when guys go through something like let's say if guys go through um a a breakup let's say okay so they're they're sad and maybe they punch a wall maybe they get angry or whatever but then they're kind of seen as oh like they just like went through something traumatic and like they came out as a stronger person like they may have punched a wall and they were they they were just angry you Mm -hmm. know what I mean but let's say it turns to a female going through a breakup and let's say they kind of did the same exact thing right not that a buff bitch would be fucking punching it through a wall but i'm saying like right um, crying yelling over not overreacting but like um going through all those emotions it kind of dubs that a like when a woman goes through the same exact thing we're kind of mm. seen as crazy yeah we're kind of seen as yeah. like again overreacting that we like are too emotional over dramatic and stuff like that and it's so interesting to see that like between a man and a woman like it's the stereotypes is just so absurd um, yeah. That's true. I never really thought about like it like that because I I feel like it's very known, especially with like um, like men males going to like the doctor and stuff. Like they'll always hear out 
your symptoms and stuff, but when women go to the doctor, you know, it's like, no, yeah, it's probably just your period or something. Like, oh, yeah, you're just emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, yeah, I feel like, of course we feel crazy because nobody really, like, listens to what's really going on. Or understands. Yeah. I feel like, thankfully, like, at least for me, and we could talk more about therapy if you guys want, but, Mm -hmm. like, I've always had really good therapists, I feel like. Definitely, like you said, it it is like a relationship. I've had some where I just... (laughs) don't connect with and it's like mm-hmm. if I can't sit and talk to mm-hmm. you what's the point here and I've definitely mostly my high school ones went through that I've ghosted a lot of therapists yeah. in my day <laughs> but um so thankfully I've always had um like therapists that just like care I feel like and support at least from them so do you guys think therapy is worth it overall I think that it has been difficult for me specifically because I have always been like on and off with therapists I'm just like yeah I can talk about my feelings and whatever and get that kind of raw emotion out and like maybe figure out how to handle it like and some days and other times I'm just like why am I paying someone to just like talk to Mm -hmm. like why like not because I do believe that like you do need somebody to vent to that's not your family and friends because I talked about this with you before Molly that um you, you know, when you try to talk to your family and your friends, they are going to uh, receive that information and they're going to advise or maybe, like, say something that's, like, that's more comfortable to them because they know you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they truly know you and so they're going to say something that mm-hmm. either is super comfortable to you or maybe, like, an answer that you would prefer. Yeah. Um, and then, rather than a therapist, they don't have any, like, real connection to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a therapist, right? But... When you go into a therapy session, it's all about you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like when when you talk to your family and friends, it's about yeah. you and them. When you tie that together, so True. I'm very, I I do believe therapy is worth it, but I also know that therapy is not as accessible. So um, I think it just really depends on the person on what they think that would be most beneficial to them. Mm-hmm. But Molly, yeah. I mean, I think it's worth it. I just really hate when someone goes like, oh, I don't believe in therapy. Have you tried it? Like, it's actually pretty nice. I mean, like, if you have tried it and you don't like it, absolutely, it's just not for you. But if you haven't tried it and you just knock it right away, it's like, well, then you don't actually really care to know about it. And you don't want to know, like how it's going like if someone asks me like how's therapy going that doesn't really care it's like then why did you fucking ask yeah like true um so i think i think it's worth it and i think it's worth it if you're struggling to try it Mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah that's true yeah we will just vouch again that we know that therapy is not um accessible for everyone just because of the expenses and insurance and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so we totally understand that yeah but if you are Mm -hmm. able to and you feel like it could benefit you, could potentially benefit you, we highly recommend trying to find a therapist that you connect with and vibe with. Mm-hmm. I think it's important, too, that, like, you don't have to also have such intense things going on in your mm-hmm. life to have a therapist. Yeah. It's like you were saying, Rachel, like, that outside perspective yeah. without, like, talking to a friend or family member mm-hmm. is sometimes really important. Like, I think a big thing with, like, therapy is, like, oh, well, I have to be depressed or... Mm-hmm. I, you know, have to have just had this very traumatic thing happen right. to me. But, like, that's not always it. You know, it's good to just sometimes talk about work, talk about, like, 
random hobbies, random goals with somebody that you don't have a connection with. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like it's more stressful to go into a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's good that if you go into a therapy session that you do have something to talk about. Like, you have something you're like, okay, I want to, like, dissect what just happened this past week or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, like, you can just start talking about your day or, like, something that uh, you did. And then, you know, it, it's it should be a casual conversation and then, it, you know, more oftentimes than not, it leads into a conversation about, like, you know, how, how you're handling a certain situation, if you could do something better, if if uh, you're feeling okay, that kind of stuff. So it doesn't have – you don't have to go into a therapy session exactly knowing what you want to talk about. And I think yeah. that's, like, a very big stressful thing because sometimes I'll think about it, too, and being like, oh, my God, I have, I have therapy today. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to talk about. And then when we get into the therapy session, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, and she's just asking me questions like, how was your day? Like, how was the week or whatever? And I'm just, like, having a conversation. Yeah. You know, just, I don't know. It should, you should just, like, have that vibe. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess one of the questions that's a big topic, too, is medications. Ooh. So um, a lot of, oftentimes when we think about mental health issues, it's kind of like for assistance and additional help, we think about therapy, psychiatry, and did I say that right? Psychiatry? Psychiatry. Yeah. Is it? I think so. Yeah. And, uh, and medication. Um, there are a lot of people that think that or truly believe that medication is kind of not their route, which is totally fine. Um, I also know that Mm -hmm. from, experience and people that I have talked to they just truly don't want to feel like they are dependent on something yes um and I can relate that relate to that because uh when I got my diagnosis and all the things that I was struggling with you know my doctors and my psychiatrist was highly recommending that I at least like try something to help level my brain chemicals and it's all about people think that like we take it and then we like immediately feel better mm. like medication is not meant to like right. fix all your problems it's yeah. meant to just help you cope it's help, meant to like help you like I'm taking mm-hmm. it and I'll feel like semi better but I'm still going through the same exact shit I'm still having the same exact problems it's not going to make my problems go away it's something that you like here's something that could like help me along the way and like help me navigate it maybe a little yeah. bit better and stuff like that so yeah um yeah I've had a lot of especially mm-hmm. with my family too my family is not a f- firm believer on medications um in in general like when I like if you have cramps my mom said just rough it out just put some put a hot towel on your stomach and just lay down oh that's so not me yeah. <laughs> she was never like the one she's like yeah let's just like take a yeah a- ibuprofen or something like that um yeah so I think medication kind of varies. I mean, we're not going to go into yeah. what we're taking just because it's personal information, but true. what's your take? But you're right. I feel yeah. like it does depend a lot on the person. I, I've always been a huge advocate for medication. I think because personally for me, like if I wasn't taking medication, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Like mm-hmm. it has really, really, really helped me. I just started um, two new medications in November, and like the change that I've seen since then has been absolutely crazy. But I've also had friends who are like, "Yeah, I don't want to rely on something." Yeah. 
And a lot of times it could cause, you know, other side effects too, which really sucks. Like I'm taking this to better myself and now now I'm like throwing up every day or something. So it's also finding a good fit, I think. But yeah, I I think that it has personally like helped me a lot. Yeah. But that is that's a big thing. I remember when I first started taking medication in high school. I was like, okay, this is the cure. Like, I Mm. will be completely fixed. Everything will be fine. And I was very sad to realize that that is not reality. Like, (laughs) it is a tool to use with other things. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that was something I kind of had to learn along the way. And then I started feeling better with the medication. I was like, perfect. I'm cured. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to stop taking it. And then next thing you know, you're back to your habits and stuff. So it does kind of suck, I think, to like, oh, shoot. Like, I really... I really do need this to feel okay. Like for me, sometimes that is still hard, but like at the end of the day, if it makes me feel better, like that's the most important thing, you know, I got to do what I got to do. So yeah. 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 Molly, you're taking medication as well. I am. Like that's working. Um, I feel like it's working. I feel like I am dependent on it and I'm, I'm come, I've come to terms with it. Um, at one point, I've stopped to. T- I've started to try to stop taking it before because I'm like, you know what? Maybe I just don't need it. Maybe I'm fine because I'm not have like I take it every day. Because in for some reason in my mind, I think medication. You're sick. Like you only have to take it for a certain amount of time, and then you're done. But no, yeah. I get it filled like every month, and, uh, and my my parents don't believe in medication for a mental illness. Um, which is crazy because my mom had to do it a while ago, a long time ago when she had her first child. Um, and then she's like, but I didn't want to be dependent on it. And I don't think you should either. And I said, well, I wish we were the same person, you know, cause then I wouldn't have yeah. to, but I'm my own person. And, um, but I have friends who don't want to take medication, but they're in therapy. So yeah. it's like, they're like for right now, therapy is good for me um I don't need medication so I'm like hey good on you (laughs) I wish um I just want to say though like that's really cool that even though your guys parents don't support it that you guys are really advocating for yourself like I think that's awesome you're like nope hey I don't really care right now if it's not your belief but like this is what's best for me. So you're going to do that for yourself. I think that also comes with age because I Mm -hmm. feel like when I was younger, I don't know if you would think that too. When I was younger, I kind of was just like, well, maybe my parents are right. Maybe like, maybe this is something that's like not going to be long-term or that, um, you know, I'm not going to struggle as much. So maybe I don't need medication, but as I'm like going through life now in my adulthood and, you know, having the same struggles, I'm kind of just like, well, I definitely, like for me, advocating for myself, I definitely, would feel better if I have something, you know, like if I had something to right. help me cope. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. So I think medication, if it does work for you, um, I think that you should be able to, you know, take that as well as, you know, find things that will help you, you know, navigate life. Um, and you know, so it's like medication, but I'm also like working on my boundaries. I'm also working on like, um, mm-hmm. what's going to actually truly, truly benefit me my relationships blah 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 so it's not just like this one-stop shop of like medication good magically good so along with you know doing things such as taking your medication um we are also going to talk about self-care 
self-care is not something that comes easy to everybody because you're just like, well, what the, like, I think that I am taking care of myself. I think they pair that, Mm -hmm. like, people sometimes pair that as in, like, um, well, I'm, like, surviving. I'm taking care of myself, so shouldn't that be self-care? And that's kind of, like, the mentality that I kind of have just because of the person that I am. Mm -hmm. But um, why don't we go around and say, like, maybe things that you do for self-care? So we'll start with Molly. What do you do? Okay. Um, for self-care, I, um... Oh, this bitch. Um, um, well, I, I know that we've talked about it before that I wanted to start for our resolutions, that I wanted to start doing self-care, um, which I did. I started doing, like, like, pers- like, personal things, like, I, I have a new lotion, I I have a new serum for my dry, like, nose that for some time for some reason feels um really i'm like so i'm poor but i like to buy new things i just got a lamp um and it's really cool lamp i got it on amazon and it like has a dimmer it's very cool um so i do those things to make myself feel better i mean that's i mean those are good things too i mean like I should clean. <laughs> Is that self-care, though? I mean, okay, probably, but, like, that's 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 a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> I feel like self-care, like, isn't just, like, yeah. this, like, it shouldn't be put in a category. I feel like mm-hmm. self-care should be, like, things that, like, make you genuinely feel good that doesn't cause a lot of stress and, like, you or know. Or harm. Or harm. Yes. Yeah. Bailey, what about you? Yeah. Um, the big things that I feel like I've been turning to is meditation and yoga. Mm. Something I've always been interested in, but I've been putting off and recently has been really helpful. Interesting. Yeah. I've been doing yoga, oh. like a really quick yoga every morning. And let me tell you, it really gets your ass out of bed. Like, Interesting. Yeah. It makes me not want to go back into Really? That. I, I didn't, didn't do it today. Do, oh, I didn't know that you do that. As in, I just started this week. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. When I've been, um. Yeah. Homesick from work, yeah. I uh, started this. But yeah, and then I would say art. Art is a big thing I've always turned to. I love my painting days. Mm. Like if I'm struggling a little bit, like turn on some music, start painting. Yeah. Then I usually get a little mad because yep. it doesn't look good. Oh my god! And then that there goes the self care. <laughs> but I also agree with you, Molly. Like I feel like when you're really going through a lot, like those dark days. Like the hygiene part and like the the skincare and stuff that completely goes out of the window at least for mm-hmm. me. Like I couldn't care less yeah. about mm-hmm. taking care of my like personal body. Yep. Um. So that's a big thing mm-hmm. that I like to. I like just like yeah, I'm gonna do a face mask tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to paint my nails. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, scrub my feet. I don't know. God. <laughs> Self care. I know. <laughs> so so cute. But yeah. yeah that's, that's a big thing. I feel like. I like yeah, I like that because I again I think people like think of self care as like this big like thing like the big thing that they're dreading like you're like what the fuck do I do for self care mm-hmm. it can be as little as you know taking your medication like routinely like every day True. taking your medication is self care um, yeah. cooking yourself mm-hmm. a good meal vitamins. Yes, vitamins vitamins supplements whatever like it's like just things that are gonna benefit you your body your mental your physical emotional whatever. Um, for me, yeah, I wrote down taking meds because yeah. I, for me, like, it's not that I forget, it's just that I'm fucking always doing something, so I just, like, I just avoid taking medication, but I have a, um, a reminder on my phone. That's good. Um, I, that. I am also... I do too, but I... Oh, no, go ahead. No, go. 
go. I was gonna say that I do. I I am. I was gonna say that I I do too. I have a notification, but then when I um run out of my medication and then I forget to get it filled, it takes me a week to get it filled, and then I go through this whole cycle, and it's the freaking. No, worst. Yeah. I, I feel that. Well, I calling's should... just the worst. Yeah, thing it is. It is. You were talking about call it like making yeah. the first uh, psychiatrist appointment. I was like, yeah, oh, I've had that off for months. <laughs> months. months. Yes. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Therapy too. <laughs> No, we were talking, you were just, like, cleaning self-care or, like, whatever, something like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you guys truly know me, like, Mm -hmm. you guys do, you guys know that I fucking clean all the time. I also want to put out there that I'm a person, and I'm sure that you are, too, as well as you. You sometimes just look around, like, your rooms or your living space, and you're just like, let's move that. (gasps) Let's rearrange that. Like, every Sunday, I do this. That is so, like, that is, like, it just feels like I'm in, like, this, like, euphoria kind of yes. thing of just like I'm gonna move that and it's gonna feel so fucking I, great like and yeah. I'm just so into rearranging yes yeah. I literally did that the other week I moved my desk from my living room into my spare bedroom that and I moved shit around mm-hmm. in there and I donated stuff to Goodwill yes. and it's I, I don't it's know it's so just something nice. because I feel like when we're in the constant same living space you kind of get stuck in this like phase this fog this whatever thing that you're going through so I feel like for Mm -hmm. me specifically if I'm going through a bad time or like a you know if I'm going through something I kind of look around the room and then like when I'm starting to go through like the healing process of it I'm just kind of just like let's let's get out of this shit let's like let's get our ass moving let's um you know like rearrange some things let's Mm -hmm. make it like pretty whatever I'm I'm a I'm very big on cleaning and keeping things very orderly. That's probably where my OCD tendencies come from. But, mm-hmm. but it, but like I was talking about it with my therapist too. It's just that since I am a person that's always on the go, mm-hmm. I'm not somebody that would really like think about. Like, you know what? Let me just sit down and have a self care day. Like let me just like do nothing. Like my body yeah. physically cannot do that. You guys know that because yeah. I'm never like that. I always tell you, I'm like, just take a day, and you're like, I can't. I'm like, what? Ba- what the fuck? Shut up. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> I know. Like when you think about it, like the weekends are supposed to be like something that's like relaxing, or like you either do like one like things with your friends or whatever, but then you come home and you recharge for your work week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but me, I'm just like whatever on Friday I'm like okay might do something fun on Friday and then Saturday it's like cleaning mode let's get this done let's this we have to go grocery shopping we have to do this blah blah blah. we got to fix this blah 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 but like for me that that's kind of like I don't know if people would necessarily think that it, it may, might be just another task that people think about but for me I'm gonna just like it makes me feel cleansed yeah. when I get my shit done it like it makes me feel and then like yeah. obviously I take time to like watch movies and you know do that kind of stuff but um I don't know I think that self-care kind of kind of is universal it really just you just do things that make you feel better like I don't know yeah I don't know no I I, I, yeah okay okay everyone's got their vice in a way you know everyone's and everybody I think needs something (laughs) yeah Yeah, whether it is just like making sure you eat you know like just stuff that's yeah small yes it's good um how about let's see so we'll jump back to like kind of our diagnoses in a way was there a specific time point Mm -hmm. that you think that you needed additional assistance maybe that you already knew that something was you know not going right with your head emotionally physically whatever was there a point where you're just like no, I, I, I need therapy. I need to tell somebody about this. I need like medication. I just need to feel better. 
Like, mm-hmm. I feel like at I feel like when you're going through this kind of process and you are struggling with mental health issues, it's kind of just like, I know it's bad, but how bad is too bad? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel, I don't know. Is there a, yeah. t- was there mm-hmm. a tall, tell, whatever. Was there a point where you guys were just like, no, this is, this is bad. Like, I need, yeah. I need help. I feel like for me, I had mm-hmm. two, two times in my life. It was when I first, like, when I was first, like, really depressed and anxious in, like, middle school and the beginning of high school and stuff, like, that was something I never communicated with anybody. Like, I really, like, when I'm depressed, I, um, what's it called? Like, self in, like, de- like, I, I am, like, I hide in my own space, Self-deprecate? Really. Mm, was that De- it? Is that it? Is that self? The- We're not fucking smart. Definitely. I know, I really, I'm not, I don't know big words. Adult, yeah, I know, adult words. Um... <laughs> yeah, but that was when, like, my parent, like, everybody in my life kind of knew. They're like, she does not come out of her room. She doesn't do anything. She never has a smile on her face anymore. Mm-hmm. But I didn't refuse to, like, actually say it until I literally had to. And that was, like, a big thing for me when I literally had to, like, look my parents in the eyes. And I was like, okay, I have to be honest right now that, like, I don't want to be here, like, at all. And then it was college again, like my junior year of college, things started getting really bad again. And I was like, I need to talk to somebody like this is not working. And I actually ended Mm -hmm. up like moving back home for a little while. And that was probably the best decision that I made. I don't know why I was, I was so anxious. I couldn't even talk to like my closest college friends. Like I literally, um, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of the word. It doesn't matter. But I was like, I just need to get out of the space for a while. And that definitely helped. And that's when I started looking for a therapist again mm-hmm. and um, decided, like, yeah, this this is not okay. Yeah. But it is hard. And I want to see if you guys relate to this because when I am really depressed, a lot of times, like, I can't help thinking, like, I deserve this. Like, I've felt so little of myself my entire life where I'm like, okay, like, no, you deserve to, like, feel like shit today. Like, you mm. deserve everything that's happening to you you know I feel like when you're stuck in that moment it could also be like a mantra um because when you're depressed or you're going through like a a very uh slow period sad period in your life you you can't help but to think like wow this this like shit's doom shit sucks like this is god awful um and it's hard to be like everything's gonna be better soon true like I'm gonna be okay I'm going to have better days. Mm -hmm. It's hard to think like that. But I also, you also have to think about just like, if I keep telling myself that I'm going to have a bad day, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a bad day. That's really true. I'm going to like, if if I'm going to tell myself, I'm going to lay in bed because that's all I want to do, then that's all I'm going to do. You know, you have to think about that. um, Because like in my, I don't know if it's for you guys too, but like in my head, I'm just like, I'm really sad right now. But like, you know, I should get up to go eat, and I'm just, like, laying there, and I'm just, like, no, I should really get up to go eat, and you're just, like, fuck, I get, I'm gonna get up, I'm getting yeah. up, yeah, like, that's what I'm gonna do, <laughs> but I think it's just, like, that repetitiveness of, um, you know, t- like, telling yourself, like, the difference of, of whatever you're going through, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, with Happy Wise, too, I mean, you can have really good days when you're still having, like, struggling with mental health, and, like, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we're, like, faking or anything, it's just, yeah. you know, it, not every day. It's just a good day. Yeah, not every day is going to be horrible, and I think that's, like, something to look forward to, but, you know, you can have really high highs and really low lows. It just depends. Um, but, yeah, I think that it's, it, 
It's hard. It's hard yeah. in general. Mental health is not easy, and I know that nobody's going to say mental health issues are easy, but, you know, it just depends on the severity of the person and how they're handling it. But um, Different yeah. for everybody, for right. sure. It is. It really is. Um, mm-hmm. Molly, what are you thinking, yeah. girl? <laughs> um, well, I just think that um, I've had periods where it's like, I don't think that anyone would miss me like it was a while ago but I don't I used to think that way um I really think that um after my senior year of college I should have gone back to um like a doctor and or like a psychiatrist and talked about things because I had PTSD after it Mm -hmm. um and I don't think I haven't had that in a while occasionally I do but um I think that I should have gone back. I just am lazy and I don't take care of myself and I just don't want to go back. But, um, and I don't want to, like, it's hard to admit that you may have more going on than you already have admitted like Mm -hmm. a while ago. And, um, but it's also, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. It's also hard to, with your, with certain types of families, you have Mm -hmm. a very opening. Bailey has a very open, opening family they're very welcoming they kind of accept you know like whatever you're going through and they'll they'll help you right away and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um rather than my parents and maybe your parents molly yeah is that like we're going through through something and they're like not emotionally connecting with us like they get it they want to help but they just don't know how and so i think that's where it kind of draws the end of the line i'm just like okay well like i can tell you that i'm going through these things but like how much do i tell you because like right because they're, I, yeah. I feel like it just depends on your support system as well. Because like, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it sucks. Because like you, like if you're going through the dumps and stuff like that, and you feel like you you can't tell somebody, you're like, hey, like this is like this shit's really bad. Like that's really mm-hmm. bad this time, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's and some things you just can't explain. No, like mm-hmm. I was talking to my mom the other day, and I was like, well, I had a really bad day like three days ago, and she was like. But our weekend was so good, and I said, we could have gone to Disneyland for the weekend, Yeah, and I would still have a bad day, mm-hmm. like, yes. a couple days later. Yeah, And she was like, well, that makes me so sad, and I was like, okay, but, like, um, I'm, like, sad, and I can't help it that I'm yeah. sad, mm-hmm. and yeah. there's, like, it just sucks because there's, like, there's technically no reason for it, but it's just hard to explain to people who just don't understand and my parents don't really understand yeah they grew up in a time they're older my parents are older so they grew up in a time where it's like well you don't talk about that or um or oh you'll be fine tomorrow like don't worry about it you don't need anything you just need to do some you just need to get your mind off of it go to the store or something and I'm like well Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's I think it may be a little bit more than that (laughs) um and it's just hard. I've kind of had that thing, too, where, like, for me specifically, if if I tell my parents that something's wrong with me or something is not going the greatest for me and it, it's, like, severely hitting me, you know that if I tell my parents that it's serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, yeah. I'm the type of person that's kind of just, like, um, I, I'm going to tell you these things and I just want you to fucking listen. Like, I don't want, True. like, any yeah. advice. I don't want a lecture. I don't want you to tell me what things that you think would make me feel better I just want you to listen. Like, I want, like, I want to say that I'm going through these things. I want you to, like, understand that these, maybe not understand, because I always, like, we have friends Mm -hmm. that 
don't have mental illness. Mm-hmm. So it's hard because, like, yeah. we'll be saying this and they're just like, well, I just don't understand. I'm just like, well, you're not going to. As well as, like, when we're talking about mental health, I don't understand what you're going through. Yeah. I don't understand what Molly's going through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're all going mm-hmm. through different things. But, like, since we kind of are categorized as mentally ill, mm-hmm. we kind of have, like, oh, like, you're not feeling good today? Word. I'll leave you the fuck alone. Like, unless you need me, I'll leave you alone. But it's kind of just like that, unknow- like, knowingly and unknowingly, like, s- s- like things that we say to each other. We're just like, all right, cool. Like, yeah. Bye. Like, I've- I think that's, like, the older I get, the more I've realized that, like, I really only openly open up about the mental health situations that I'm having with people that I know have also gone through similar things. Yeah. Like, because every time I do say something to somebody that hasn't really gone through depression or anxiety or these, like, huge waves of, you know, sadness, yeah, it... Mm -hmm. It just doesn't click with them. And then it's like, oh, just go for a walk or yeah. just do this. And yeah, and it's like, do I, you even know me? <laughs> I know, like that. Yeah. And yes, I, the days that I, I do get my ass out of bed, you know, I do feel a little bit better in those moments. But then I still go back to my room or do whatever I'm doing and I'm still just sad, mm-hmm. you know? And there's a point, yeah, I just, I don't really bring it up to people anymore unless, like, you guys I talk about your yeah. shit all the time mm-hmm. with. Because, yes, you don't understand exactly what I'm going through, but you understand, like, yeah, I, I need a day to myself. Like, I'm sorry we did have plans, but I can't right. mentally handle this right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be a little buzzkill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys would understand it more so than, like, other people in my life. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I com- yeah, I, I completely agree. I think it's just hard, because you know, we have to think about the whole world is not mentally ill. However, mm-hmm. there's a greater population that are struggling in some way, shape, or form. Um, so that when we do meet with the people that are not mentally ill or claim that they're not mentally ill, um, it's hard to have those conversations because they're just like, I don't understand. I'm like, well, I don't even fucking understand what I'm going through. And I, need, yeah. I need to respect my boundaries <laughs> and what I'm, what I'm going through. Not that you need to understand. I just need you to respect what I'm going through. And yes. Right. Um, Truly. Yeah. I know. I think that when, like, all of us, if we're all going through something or, like, individually, um, we kind of, like, and it's also, like, when you're, you have a relationship with friends and stuff like that and you know them for a long time, but, like, if we're going through something, um, we kind of are now kind of, like, well, do you want me to give you advice or do you want me to just listen? We talked about this before, too, Molly. Right. That, like, yeah. kind of have, like, when, when Bailey's saying, like, she's having a bad day, I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll leave you alone. Let mm-hmm. me know when you need me. If you don't, that's cool. I'll talk to you later. Like, yeah, we're, we're all adults. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's also the thing that Molly and I were going to start to talk about is boundaries, too, is that as a person, your identity, your personhood, your, you know, what you like, your personality, and, like, your mental health, it, it, it just really depends on how you respect yourself and your boundaries. So, like, mm-hmm. it, it, it would counteract. If Bailey's saying that she's having a bad day and we had plans, she's like, oh, well, shit. Like, we had plans. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to go because we had plans, but I really don't feel good. She would be going against her boundaries and wh- how she respects herself. But I think it's more right. respectful that she does have plans and she's like, I mean, I'm sorry, that we, I'm canceling plans, but I'm also, like, not sorry because I don't feel good and I respect myself, so, and, like, it's not like I'm gonna be like Bailey, like, 
shut the fuck up like you're so like get over it and come over like, yeah i'm never gonna like yeah you should never be a friend like that if you are then fuck right no. off true and if you know me at all you know that this is a situation that occurs a lot where i cancel <laughs> last minute and stuff and i've always thought i'm like you know what you do have a right to be upset. Like, I am canceling day of and stuff. But thankfully, when it does come to, like, you guys, I'm like, okay, they're not going to... This is not something that's going to affect our friendship, you no. know? Like, I know it is shitty no. to, like, cancel uh-uh. a lot. And that is something that I'm working on. And thankfully, medication has mm-hmm. helped me a lot hey. be more social. But, yeah, I'm like, you, ha- you do have a right to be upset. But, like, I'm also not going to... yeah really sit here and feel bad about yeah. it because this is what I know is going to help me in the moment. Yeah, I feel like too, oh, Molly, again, Molly and I were trying to talk about boundaries, but then we got, uh, to be honest, then we got, we bored. got bored with the conversation <laughs> because we were just like, well, like, we, said, well, hey, we had to say it, so like, whatever. So maybe we'll do a short short blurb about it some other time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe we should Yeah, that's that. my goal yeah. this year, it's boundaries, Yeah, for I sure. think boundaries, What I guess we'll <laughs> talk about it more in this because we just didn't have enough to say is that boundaries are so hard to set and I think what when we think of setting boundaries we think about setting a boundary for another person Mm -hmm. but it's also for yourself yeah so I think that's why people struggle the most so I mean I hopefully when you're listening through this and maybe listening you can you guys can relate to some of our struggles and just like kind of like oh yeah like I struggled through this and my parents didn't understand or and whatever and they tried to tell me whatever Mm -hmm. so I think that uh, I hope that you guys can like relate to like somewhat of what we're saying and how we're getting through it and maybe like you know consider therapy and maybe taking medications and also finding new self-care things but it's definitely hard it's not like a one-stop shop of like figuring out mental health yeah just just find what works for you yeah i I think that but it's also like a short thing too it's just like you know we're going through adulthood and like nobody like write something down for us that we can read and be like okay this is a step by step I'm gonna do it this way and everything will be fine yeah so I think that like even through high school like we're such (laughs) what high school me to now is such a fucking different person Mm -hmm. that like I wouldn't even like if I looked at her as a freshman in high school I'd be like who like you're stupid like what the fuck like me too girl you're going through some but I'm saying that like we're such different people and so therefore with being different people we have been through different situations every single year like it's something every single year and we have to think about it yeah I was just gonna say that um junior year Rachel to this Rachel is a totally different person as well yeah I mean yeah and I think I am too I think all of us I think we change every year I think we just shut our skin Yes. And then be, arise as a new person. Like every a year. little snake. Yeah, a little snake, a little lizard. <laughs> but that's good, right? Because you want to keep growing. And like, yes. yes, I am still mentally ill. And that's unfortunately <laughs> going to be something I'm probably going to deal with the rest of my life. Yeah. But right. I have better mm-hmm. coping skills. Mm-hmm. I have a closer group of yeah. friends that I can communicate with. I'm actually advocating for myself. And like, again, yeah, high school me would have not done that shit at all I mean it's just so sad when you look back on to like what I mean you can't change it you mean you're changing it now but like looking back at yourself like however whenever you started this mental health journey like you look and you're just like wow like I can't that's so like right if I had to do that now like that Mm. would be just god awful and I don't know if I would be able to make it but I think that you're just such a different person every year and you have these different experiences good or bad and they shape you to be the person that you're are now who you're destined to become Mm -hmm. um but it's mental health is just a tricky situation it's not talked about enough I mean our generation now 
I feel like our generation now has yeah. been more willing to advocate for mental health and other rights and stuff like that, too. But um, back then, especially with our, our parents or are, are older, you know, in their generation, they kind of were just like, it was never something that we talked about. Like, you were going through it, you did it silently, mm-hmm. and you fucking got over it. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and that's why you mm-hmm. hear stories about, you know, people, like, working themselves to death back then. Like, yeah. Like, they just, like, try to distract themselves. But Let me tell you, there's some people I know yeah. that I'm like, you sh- really should go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Like, please. <laughs> yeah. Please. Talk to somebody. Yeah. I totally agree. I yes. know whatever going on is that, not good. That's why it's so interesting to talk like, maybe, maybe not necessarily to our parents, but, like, in general to, like, an older population where they're just like, well, I had these kind of symptoms, but I got over it. Like, it's not something that, like, that you're, you're going to get over it. I'm like, well, for one, me and you are not the same person, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to go through the same experiences. Um, and, you know, if I do get over it, highly unlikely, um, you know, like, just don't yeah, compare and me. some. Some older people are like, oh, I did just fine. No, you're kind of an asshole. Yeah, you could be like, like, probably benefited. You're fucked, honestly. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You drank yourself to almost death every day. That was your coping skills. Let's, we're we're not trying to do that. I know. Yeah, so I just, yeah, this generation has done, I mean, obviously we still have a lot of issues, but I feel like our generation and our, like, especially, like, in our population now, too, is Mm -hmm. that, like, we're trying to get shit done. We're trying to get better. Um, and we're trying to advocate for these things. We're, we're not going to stay silent on, like, if we're suffering, like, and we want help, we're going to say it. Like, we're not going to be, like, I'm, I'm, you know, struggling a lot right now, and, um, I'm going to just, uh, shut up and sit down and go to work and feel depressed, and, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it goes down to, like, if you don't speak up for yourself, and if you don't advocate for yourself, there's chances where you get a lot worse, and you start thinking, very self-harming things and you might not be here that kind of stuff yeah. so um it's best mm-hmm. for you to like find who's in your corner you know who you, you don't necessarily have to go through it alone although mental health is very, like for you it's an individual thing mental yes. health is that you're going through it alone in that sort of way but you don't necessarily have to do it all by yourself yeah like Mm-hmm. I'm going through something, and, like, even though I'm doing it, you guys are not experiencing what I'm doing and going through. You're still there. Like, I know that you're still there. Right, like, yeah. Like, we can just sit in the same room yeah. while I cry, and you guys will be like, I'm here, though. Like, I'm here, I'm here if you if want you me. If you need it. Yeah. I'm here if you need me. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you need anything, I'll go get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. 3 a.m., let's do it, bitch. Amen. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, did you guys have any more talking points that you wanted to say i don't know i Um, my biggest thing right now is like i'm just proud of us like mm -hmm. this is like really cool and to get sappy hopefully that's okay i know a lot of times you guys put suicide hotline yep on your podcast yep huge again advocate Mm -hmm. for it Mm -hmm. that is always there accessible for everybody and if you're listening just know that hey you're important and you deserve to feel good. And no matter if it's just like listening to somebody or the medication, the self-care, anything we talked about today, just mm-hmm. know you're not alone. Yeah. And, um, you know, you you are really, truly loved in any way. So I love that. Yeah. That was touching. Not to get sappy, Aww. but I am, a, I am a sappy bitch. So. <laughs> I'm a sappy bitch. I really <laughs> am. Clear. I really am. <laughs> um, yeah. I love so, it. So... 
I'll kind of do our short blurb and stuff like that. But yeah, mental health, whatever, is, um, you know, not an easy thing to go through. So if you guys are struggling with mental health, I'll put some hotlines down there. Um, I know that hotlines are always controversial mm-hmm. Controversial if they do work or not. Um, I just think in general, you need to talk to somebody if you're going through this. Mm-hmm. You like It doesn't even have to be a therapist. You can start off with a friend, a family, a fucking hobo on the street. Like, you should mm-hmm. just, you should just be able to, like, say that you're struggling and I think that it's um once you admit that you are struggling I think that's just the obvious they say first step is accepting and admitting that you're going through something but it's actually true that you it's it's one of the hardest things to go through is just like accepting that you do need additional assistance or support Mm -hmm. um but yeah oh definitely that uh everybody should maybe by listening to this podcast if you're not mentally ill but you still chose to listen uh, we are we greatly appreciate it but you guys can also think about like if you do know somebody that you know does struggle with mental health how you can be in their corner how you can just listen and advocate for them and do things um for them that will benefit them um don't willingly give them <laughs> advice on what you think that they should do but still um yeah so vice versa take care of yourself Take care of others. Be kind. Be nice. And you know we're we're all here for you. We're all roughing it together. Is what you know. Yeah. Amen. This this podcast. Okay. This podcast. Listen up, fuckers. This podcast is <laughs> is made for uh, everybody to like you know learn about themselves to share experiences of us you know getting older um, and going going through adulthood and past right. adulthood blah whatever. Um, having said everybody, so you, we might as well be prepared. So, um, yeah, um, Molly, social media. Yes, um, you can listen to our podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram at Dear Diary Adulting Sucks S U K S. Um, I think that's yeah, it. But um, we just want to thank you, Bailey, for coming on our podcast. Yes, this thank you so much, fun. Bailey. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I literally said I want to talk on the mental health one, but I love you both, and I really appreciate you guys having me here. Yeah, this was, a lot this was of fun. nice. This was nice. I know we were like we're so nervous, but uh, like, it's just us having a casual conversation. Yeah, just we do this recorded. Often. Yeah, I know. Bailey and I are just like yeah. we're like fucked, and we're like <laughs> oh, we're fine though. Yeah, we're doing fine. Okay. Yeah, okay. fine. No, I appreciate okay. you guys having me. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. I know this episode might have been tough for people to listen to, um, but just, you know, be kind to yourselves. Listen, take action, and fucking rearrange your room. God damn it. Like, do that shit. Do it. (laughs) But, okay, guys, we will talk to you later. Okay. Yep. We'll see you next week. All right. Love bye. Love bye.